Welcome to the MLB Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by thelines.com. Coming to you from the West Coast, Josh Lander, joined as always by Nate Weitzer. He's on the East Coast, and we are the owners of a sweep on Wednesday night in the MLB. We've been waiting for this for a couple of weeks, finally got into it. Been in a pretty nice groove, actually, this week uh, so far as we got back up to plus point, uh, 2.71 units before last night. Now 58 and 51 on the season after a 5-0 and night. Boston and Houston was a nice game for us with a bunch of runs coming in there for Nate to get over 1.5 in the first five, over 4.5 for the game. Uh, Sale did give over two and a half runs up. He did that pretty early actually. Got a couple, a quarter of a unit there. Uh, the, the Mets and the Bravos, great call by Nate there that they were going under nine and a half runs. They did that pretty comfortably for even money there. Urquidy went under five and a half Ks. Severino went under five and a half Ks. We had three total units on that. So a really good night in the books on Wednesday. Looking to stay strong and continue that for you guys on Thursday. Do want to remind you to, to like and subscribe to that page and continue to follow along with us for all these picks each and every weekday this season. Also head to the lines. Use that uh, odds finder tool that we have up there on the site to go ahead and make sure you're getting the best odds available to you from all of these books giving us bets this baseball season. Nate, let's go ahead and run right into the first game we're talking about here where I think we're pretty like-minded on Mr. Pablo Lopez versus the Rangers. Yeah, these uh, K props have been your bread and butter, usually going under. I'm going to be the guy who keeps going over, tries to identify really good pitchers, and Pablo Lopez has been that. Um you know, in his last nine starts here, Twins have won seven of them, and um, the two lo- lose losses happen to be against Seattle, which can do no wrong right now. But yeah. what I'm, I, I like the Twins in this matchup here, and Andrew Heaney on the mound for the sputtering Rangers, who have lost six straight. So I'm going to take Lopez to get at least six Ks in the win at plus 130 at FanDuel. That's my main bet. I think you can play around with it and and hedge it even with Lopez. Five Ks in the win is even money. I think you can look at the Twins just on the run line here at home because Andrew Heaney is not particularly good. I mean, he is average in terms of you look at his park-adjusted numbers, um, and it's actually slightly below average in terms of his fit. He's a lot worse on the road. I think if you put him on the road in a pretty hitter-friendly park like Target Field against a team that is boom-bust, um, you know, that strikes out or, or mashes against lefties like the Twins, I, I think it could be trouble. So I think Lopez could get good, some good run support here, but I think he's going to get a lot of Ks e- either way. I mean, we are looking at a guy, um, you know, who has only twice all year gone under 12% swinging strike rate. In the start, one of those against Seattle, again, uh, was living lights out. His last four is 27 Ks and three walks and one earned. The exit velocity, like nobody is squaring him up. Exit velocity is under 86 miles per hour on average. At home, 13.3 K per nine in righty-righty. You know, he gives up a little more in righty-lefty matchups, uh, and the Rangers do have some of those guys. But, I mean, still a 23% K rate. And is sort of about how bad the Rangers are struggling. Even in their last 30, they have a 25% K rate, but they they cannot get the bats going here in their last eight, hitting 232 with a 27% K rate, one of the highest in the league. Lopez is painting with that fastball. It is It rates plus 12 and a half this year, 70% first strike rate, you know, exactly where he wants it to go. And even if the Rangers, yeah, start to, to get guys on base, he has a 12.7%. K per nine in high leverage situations. Um, So I do think 
he keeps it going here. I mean, it's been like nine or 10 straight starts where he's got at least five Ks, right? And and six or seven being the norm. Uh, so I think all these player performance doubles are, are in really good shape here. Yeah, I mean, we're targeting the same stuff. That's probably going to happen on a Thursday when we only have a few uh, games that don't start, you know, out here on the West Coast. Some of them start at like 940 in the morning. Uh, so, you know, th that is why we get you these later games. And so we're targeting some of the same stuff here because I, I think we, you know, we with a few limited options, this is definitely the strongest game to look at where you've got the Twins. They strike out a lot, but they've been coming correct anyway in the in the month of August versus lefties specifically. They still strike out at uh, the the third highest rate against righties. Um, but taking on the lefty here, you know, I, I think the the pitch mix for them. The interesting thing is he's going to throw fastball slider changeup. Andrew Heaney, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the Rangers pitcher right now. Andrew Heaney specifically, he's going to throw fastball slider changeup. The Minnesota bats versus lefties hit the uh, hit the the fastball very well the slider and the changeup not quite as well um so if if he can get his slider going he has the opportunity to get a few k's i'm still going to be targeting both pitchers k props in this and i don't have quite the same level of confidence that i had as i did yesterday with severino and urquidy um, but I, I still like the under five and a half for heaney it's minus 144 on fandle i don't love the juice obviously um but it, it, he just he hasn't done it very much um I, he's only top six k's and eight uh he has not top six k's rather in eight of his last 10 starts he's had less than three uh, he, in that time frame his uh walk ratio is awful he's only getting three strikeouts per walk right now that's on the season and that's been uh, a little bit worse in the last six games uh, or so for him so there, there's definitely good reason to fade Heaney as as Minnesota has moved up from like the a, a bottom five team in terms of K percentage against lefties to you know and since July basically trending upward towards now a 22.7 percent K percentage which is good for top half of the league in terms of not striking out that much uh, against left-handed pitching so there is a bit of value there for Pablo Lopez I'm in agreement with you as well I also went over six and a half for him and just took the K's at minus 110 for also half a unit um, I considered just going with Lopez on this one because Texas is striking out a bunch uh, against righties especially in, in, in the it's been a bad month for them in general, as you mentioned. That six-game slide, they're up to uh, the what, third most, uh, the third highest strikeout percentage versus righties uh, in the month of August. So that you know, they they they're also a team against righties that's either going to, or excuse me, against lefties that's either going to uh, no against righties. I'm, I'm getting myself confused. Pablo Lopez striking them out is good because they will continue to strike out against righties, ninth highest K percentage against righties in August and. You know the the re part of the reasons have been a few injuries. Uh, Jonah Heim is back, which helps them. He's been definitely a, a really nice you know middle of the lineup guy for them to keep things going. But it, it hasn't really turned into anything as he's still working his way back, missing games, uh, and the hitting has just dwindled a bunch. So I I'm with you on on the Pablo Lopez continuing to believe in him striking guys out as he's been uh, seven or he's gotten seven or more uh, in all but three games over his last twelve. So I'm going to to, to Baltimore and taking yeah. another over here. Yeah, with, uh, you know, a guy I have less confidence in than Lopez, for sure, uh, who I, I don't see why you don't just like the Twins based on everything you're, you're breaking down there. The Rangers bullpen suddenly springing leaks, and Heaney's been going like three innings, and then you have a yeah. side candidate on the other side, and they're at home. But, you know, yeah. that that's, you know, up to, up to you guys as viewers, whether you want Lopez plus the win. I th yeah, Lopez plus the win. I'm fine targeting the win because um, it's sort of me – hedging my 
money on Texas to win the AL West, which I have a decent amount of that. So as they continue to hemorrhage losses, it might be smart to just hedge that bet by betting against them in each of these individual games. So yeah, I might agree with that with you. Bye-bye to that investment. Here yeah. come the Astros and Mariners. But yeah. anyway, we are talking AL East here. Jose Barreos on the mound for the for the Blue Jays, and he's been extremely mercurial over the last few years, but I think he's starting to put it together a little bit. I'm willing to take him to get 6Ks at plus 150 nearly. Good juice there. I wouldn't go crazy with it, though. I'm only going to go say go a half a unit because he is the definition of boom bust even, even this year. But, I mean, he does have 6-plus Ks in three of his last four. He's got a 16.5% swinging strike rate in those starts and uh, a 3.3 ERA as he's gone pretty deep in all those, you know, he's always had the stuff to strike guys out. Um, and if, if he can just stay away from, stay away from hard contact. I mean, he is walking a lot of dudes since, since the all-star break, which is the theory that I like to go with these strikeouts is like put people on base so that you're forced to strike them out so that you cannot allow balls in play. And since the all-star break, he has an 81% strand rate, uh, despite a really unlucky 325 Babbitt. Um, you know, he has very low hard contact and home run to fly ball ratios on the road against righties. And some of these O's lefties, like uh, Adam Frazier, if he's back in there, and Cedric Mullins don't have good numbers against him. Most of the O's don't have good numbers against him, uh, except for both their catchers, who, you know, only one's probably playing here. So, uh, if he gets through the first time through the order, that's what we're looking at with Barrios. When you when you think about like a boom bust guy, it's like can he survive the first two innings without just imploding? Then he starts to do really well. He has a twenty five percent K rate second time through the order. He has a high K minus BB in low leverage situation. So if if he gets into a groove, I think there's no reason. That's why I'm upping his prop to six to six K's uh, where, whereas you can get five K's at a slightly minus odds. I think if, he, if he does well, he'll do really well. And let's, let's look at the O's again, um, who struck out 24 times in the first two of this series in the last two weeks, they, they have a 23% K rate and a very low walk rate. And in their last nine at home, they have a nearly 25% K rate. So I, I think the opportunities here for him to get, to pile up some strikeouts. It, it, it all adds up. Uh, you wouldn't get an argument from me on this when when you're talking boom bust. The 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 Orioles, you know, that there's always going to be an interesting team because I, I think they're they're pretty consistent on offense uh, on both sides of the plate. But uh, to the point of of, of Barrios's K's, there's definitely a couple guys on there, uh, and a couple of them have been on my fantasy team who will swing and miss, man. Uh, especially if Jorge Mateo's in there, so uh, I think that's it's a pretty good lineup uh, that he'll be facing in terms of the matchup for him. Uh, to get there, so it, it's worth the juice anyway. To your point, I think it's it's nice to get a plus one hundred and fifty. The half a unit is worth it, in my opinion, as well. So no no arguments from me there. I'm going to finish things up. Cincy and Arizona, and I've been fi- trying to figure out how to bet this one because I don't hate Brandon Williamson as much as some of his numbers do indicate. Although this situation for him, uh, as he's on the mound for the Reds, the Rook, uh, the tall lefty there, like. This is a situation where he's been bad on the worse on the road. Uh, interestingly, he's got a much worse ERA at night than he does in day games as well for Williamson. So I'm going to go with 
the Arizona run line here. I'm going to continue to take them. Uh, I, I'm looking at under as well. I know Nate and I were talking about this uh, before we got on air, and, and we're saying, Nate's like, why don't you go nine, under nine runs in the money line for Arizona? I don't hate that bet either because I do like the money line here. Arizona's bet, uh, excuse me, the under nine runs here, and Arizona's bats and their lack of, of hitting, you know, even against lefties um, in the last couple of months has, has really sort of deterred me from feeling as good about their run line. But look, they've won nine of 11. So like, I should believe, even though I'm looking at their last 11 games and going, all right, they're not doing anything wildly impressive. They're kind of like clawing out wins because uh, their numbers, even just, you know, general numbers, not even splits, just righties versus both sides of the plate and, and both pitchers, like their bottom t- 12, 13 in terms of batting average, WRC plus, uh, their slugging is down too. They they don't really strike out, which is nice. Um, and I would like to take under Brandon Williamson K's is really where I'm usually looking uh, as my first angle for most games anyway. But Brandon, you can't get any any value unless you get to under four and a half and you're still not getting a ton of value for Brandon Williamson under K's there, who also is a guy that has at times, because he's such a boomer bust pitcher, which is what you expect from a, a, a tall lefty like himself that's so young, like he he. he He's capable of going 4.1 innings with six Ks. Like he's got a couple of st- uh, of game logs like that. So you, you can't really trust that he's not going to K guys, even though Arizona does not strike out. Uh, if it was five and a half with any kind of value, that's prop might be my favorite bet. But I think the run line is still a fair bet for Arizona when Cincinnati is coming off that doubleheader sweep uh, yesterday versus uh, the Angels in Anaheim, traveling to Arizona. Obviously not super far away, but not fun to play two games in a row, get on a plane, and then play another one the very next night. Um, you know they. they Against uh, Merrill, Merrill Kelly's righties, his against righties, which Merrill Kelly is for Arizona. Cincinnati has the second highest K percentage in August, the tenth worst WRC plus, and the ninth worst batting average. A bunch of their other stuff is all in line with that. Where. They've been a boomer bust team as well, and and if you waited for August and hoped that they would you know sort of come out of what the, the mini slump that they endured in July, that has not happened for them. The, the bats have continued to stay quiet, uh, especially against righties. Like I said, Merrill Kelly had a few bad starts when the uh, Diamondbacks were struggling. Then in his last four, uh, 2.7 ERA, he had a, a beautiful six inning, uh, n- no earned runs given up their game against the Dodgers, who have been the hottest team and the hottest offense in baseball for a while. So um, I, I still think the run line at plus 120 two on FanDuel is my favorite bet. I am going to go a full unit on that. Um, they, they've won seven of these nine games that they've won over the course of the last two or three weeks by two plus runs. They've had some good teams in there that they've beat as well. They haven't been playing cupcakes, just swept the Rangers who we know are struggling, but still lead the AL West. So I think there's plenty of reason to continue to fade the struggling Reds and the current wild card leading uh, or wild card clinching Arizona uh, Diamondbacks. Yeah, I mean, I think there's good reason to back Merrill Kelly is why I'm saying why I'm, I'm with you on the under because I think he's a quality start machine. Um, why I'd be interested in, in maybe the Reds under first five or something like that, and just like saying Merrill Kelly's going six innings, probably giving up two earned or less. It's Williamson who's kind of a wild card here, but I yeah. think if you take the to- the total under. You're looking pretty good. And the same logic, I guess, follows for the run line. That I mean, it, as long as Arizona's bats are able to get to him, they should have enough run support. But I think there's a way to, to play it here, whether you mix and match, where you get the under and the money line that I, I would feel okay combining uh, if you're not just going to go straight Merrill Kelly props because I, I think he'll be solid here in the spot. Yeah, it's fair, and you you got to get up a little bit to get uh, some value on Merrill Kelly's strikeout prop as well, um, up at six and a half on a lot of books. So I, I'm staying with 
away from that, I think I am just going to hit that run line, like I said. Um, and I'll leave the under and the money line to whomever also prefers to get some under runs there. But that is all the time we have for you on this one. Make sure to like and subscribe to that page. Continue to follow along. We will be back with another video here to end the week for you guys on Friday. So until we see you next, happy betting. Don't be scared. Stop